0: Welcome to the Godfident Today, Mom's Edition. We are so excited to have you here with us. Today, we are doing part two of our stress series, and we don't want you to be stressed. We want you to be de-stressed. We want you to release. We want you to have fun with us today. So we talk about the power of prayer and how that reduces stress. But first, I wanna introduce you to my co-host. I've got Jessica Lindsay, April D. Messler, Samantha DeGrasse, and Vanetta Carter. These are my sisters in Christ, women of the world. And you might be wondering why we call it the mom's edition. We call it the mom's edition because each and every one of these women have teenagers in their houses. And I have teenage grandkids, so and I act like a teenager, so I I can slide in there with that. I'm just playing. But we like to just get together and talk about what does the word say? And so it's a a great time. So grab your coffee, your pen and paper, whatever it is you do when you're sitting around with some sisters, because that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the power of prayer and it reducing stress in our lives. So we want to kick it off with a scripture reading, as always, with April. She's going to read to you today out of Philippians 4, 6 and 7 seven. Go for it, April.
1: Yes. And this is out of the Amplified Bible for all of you guys who like that Amplified version. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God and the peace of God, that peace, which reassures the heart that peace, which transcends all understanding, that peace, which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours.
0: Sorry about that. This is what happens whenever I get having so much fun. I just shut myself up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) We're going to kick it over to Jessica. And Jessica, when you read that first part and we think about getting stress out, stress leads to anxiety and anxiety uh, weighs us down. And so whenever you read the scripture, uh, do you always feel like it's a, it's an easy thing to run into prayer? Cause it says to, you know, in prayer and Thanksgiving. And we were talking in our previous episode about counting it all joy when we're going through trials and that's like being thankful in all times. So speak to the scripture sister.
2: Uh, I just want to encourage the ladies that absolutely not. <laughs> it is not an easy thing to do. And, and before everybody freaks out, <laughs> I'm going to give you the positive to that. <laughs> um, there's a scripture in, in Hebrews four that talks about the word being like a sharp two edged sword and it and it, um, it separates uh, between your soul and your spirit. So what it's saying is, is that um, the word of God, when you go to the, when you go to the Lord in prayer, when you go to the word of God, um, it actually separates what you're dealing with, with your emotions Versus what you, what's going on with your spirit and actually gives you that peace that you're looking for. It says, uh, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your request known to God. So so when you when you do choose to go to the the Lord in prayer, he's actually um, that word that he's giving you is actually separating what's going on in your in your soul versus what's going on in your spirit. So it actually gives you that peace that you're looking for, so.
0: I love that. I love that. And that says in all circumstances, every circumstances, that means, you know, uh, with a different type of stress that we talked about in the first episode, because, you know, there's environmental stress, you know, where you're working at a stressed out job, there's relationship stress that we deal with, with those that we love, you know, whether it be our kids or our spouses or, you know, coworkers, family members, and so forth. And there's physical stress that comes on as well. Whenever we're doing too much, trying to control things, and we end up worn out in the natural and then we get to where we hit a wall and we're like, why am I so stressed out? So I think that if we look to the word and with prayer, and Thanksgiving because practicing thankfulness is a powerful tool. It it really is gonna shift things in our life. And I wanna drop it down here to Samantha because I know that Samantha, you know, Samantha's a PK. I hope I could share that, Samantha. So she's been like, since she was a wee little girl, uh, she's been, you know, prayer has been a staple course in her life. So has this been something that you have found to be true, Samantha, that that this promise of God that the peace comes when we go to him in prayer
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, I always say prayer changes things. And I would never want to take a situation and make it mine and control everything. I don't want to do that. I want to give it to God. And I feel so much better. And I'm not anxious. I'm at peace when I pray and when I give it all to God. It's not my doing, it's not meant for me to manipulate and try to control. So I love this scripture. And to me, Thanksgiving and joy. There's a marriage when it comes to both of those things. So um, both of those scriptures definitely go hand in hand when it comes to stress. But prayer, prayer changes things. And so many people think it's this long drawn out thing. Plus, besides me growing up and being a PK, I also grew up Pentecostal. So everybody thinks, oh, my gosh, you got to pray for hours and hours. And it's like, no, you really don't have to do that. You just say, Holy Spirit, take control. God, take control over this situation. God, bless my heart and my mind and my thoughts. Clean out my eyes and my ears, my eye gate, my ear gate. It doesn't have to be anything long. But this scripture, man, meditate on this scripture day and night, guys, because this scripture is life-changing.
0: Amen. Amen. And since you said that you were raised Pentecostal, I'm just going to shame hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hope I don't offend anybody out there, but that's, a, that's something fun, uh, but it's true. Many times we look at prayer and we think that we have got to, now there's nothing wrong with what she said about spending hours in prayer. If you are called as an intercessor, then you have been graced. To be able to do that Uh, you know if you have your prayer language praise god you know whatever it is it's okay to pray long periods but it's also like she said we can say hey help me holy ghost help me lord you know that simple prayer just help me uh or you know lead me guide me you know show me lord and those those little what i call emergency prayers they come in you know and they work and that's whatever we are taking the weight of what we're carrying and we're saying Lord, it's yours. We're, it's, we're casting it at the foot of the cross and we're saying, it's yours. I'm not designed to carry this weight. You did not create me to carry a bag of rocks around on my back. That's going to cause me to stumble and fall. But you're going to lead and guide me into all truth because I'm turning to you. And prayer is a two-way conversation. So I'm going to turn it over to Veneta because I know Vanetta. Whenever it comes to prayer, you are an amazing prayer warrior. Uh, your previous employment was at CBN as a prayer partner or praying with people as, as a as a profession i mean all day long praying. But whenever it comes to us and our prayers, can you talk a little bit about the importance of sitting and waiting on the Lord for that peace to come when we hear that scripture he gives us or that still small voice that leads us? Because a lot of times I'm guilty of, and I know I'm not the only one, uh, where I'll just be like, Lord, you know, help me with this, and this is going on, and I'll just throw out my list of woes, and then I don't sit and listen to what he has to say in response so talk about that and the power in that
4: yes I I, I think for me too I want to just um, double back on what Samantha said it's not the things that we can do and the things that the Lord can do it has to be all him but even in that waiting you know what are you doing in the meantime as you're waiting are you complaining as you're waiting are you you, you know saying come on Jesus this is what we're doing? Are you throwing your situation together and then saying, Lord, bless it?
0: You know, in the... We lost our mic. Yeah, we uh, lost a mic there. You go
4: through something, you know, and as you're going through, I want to encourage you as you're waiting... You should be doing something as you're waiting. You are praying as you're waiting. You're praising as you're waiting. Because I think a lot of times what determines, what determines the outcome is really how we're waiting. Are we waiting well? You know, I have to learn that daily. Like, Lord, you know, what do you want me to do as I'm waiting? Again, it has to be that we're totally dependent on him. Because a lot of times when we respond in the flesh... We really could mess up a situation. So, I mean, it definitely takes training.
0: And the mic went out again. I think this is a time where we lead on interpretation. You know, just saying,
4: Lord, I want your will above all else. So
0: amen that is so good and i love what i'm hearing from both you and samantha because you know samantha's saying you know don't make it complicated you know go after, talk to God. And you're saying that after we talk to God, then we need to wait on him and we need to trust him. You know, I love the scripture that says those that wait upon the Lord shall mount up. You know, I mean, I'm just thinking about waiting on him. Now, I know there's been some interpretations where some people say that's waiting on him, like serving him, you know, we're serving him. And that's one way you could look at that scripture. But the reality is, is when we wait for God's best rather than trying to make something happen in the natural, that is when we know we have surrendered. And when you are walking in surrender, that stress reduces. You know, and as you make God glorified the bigger your God is, the smaller your problems become. And so we need to do that when we're running into these walls of stress and anxiety and the the pressures of the world. And you're turning on the news and you're hearing this and you're hearing that. And there's a spirit of fear out there. And God has not given that to you. He's given us a spirit of power, love and a sound mind. So April, I want to talk to you about uh, that praise piece. Now, April, for those of you that do not know, April is a musician, singer songwriter, and a good one at that. But I know that she is a worshiper. So with that being said, April, what is the importance of prayer and worshiping the Lord in the midst of trials and tribulation?
1: That's a good question. Um, I, I, in my personal experience is all I can attest to, obviously. Um, and then of course, others' testimonies who have lovingly shared that you know, through their own journeys. But uh, one of the things that I have found in my time, especially in the midst of, of struggles, like for instance, you know, since January until now, I've been dealing with a lot of uh, struggles with my health and everything, and uh, a lot of attacks from in the physical department, that are coming at me that I'm just, you know, believing, standing, standing firm, not wavering. I'm just believing that God's going to provide through all of that. And um, until then, though, I'm I'm doing my best <laughs> to wait well, as Vanetta has said. Um, but uh, there is a, a way of waiting. You're right. And when it comes to uh, waiting, like they're talking about being a, a servant of God, if you will, uh, we do serve him when we humble ourselves and pray. Yes. And and that is a, also our, you know, true service of worship as we find in Romans 12, you know, we actually, you know, sacrifice this whole thing. We put the flesh to death and and we we submit to him in all of our ways and acknowledge him. Well, sometimes we we do the submission when we do the humbling and we do the prayer. But we forget to acknowledge him in that Mm -hmm. and that worship that, you know, I I feel like, you know, has gotten me through many, many, many seasons of struggles um, and in deeper valleys that, you know, you really don't want to go through. But we do um, is is just shifting that no matter if (laughs) no matter if I feel like it. No matter if I want to or I don't want to, no matter if I have time or I don't have time, I intentionally make the time. And I just I start out small and I'll start saying thank you, Father. And then thank you, Father, for and then, you know, just uh, building upon that. And before you know it, you know, that will build into praises unto his name, you know, uh, glorifying his name. And I don't know exactly where it's at in scripture, but it says that when we start singing praises, the angels in heaven come alongside of us and praise us, you know, praise him with us. I don't know exactly where that's at. I'm probably paraphrasing it, maybe chopping it up a little bit. Um, But it could be two or three scriptures. I just rolled into one. Who knows? I just know it's there. And I do know that we're not alone when we sing our praises. And if we have the Lord's army around about us praising him with us. I think we're making an impact on heaven. And when we make an impact on heaven, things change here on earth. So that's, that's what I have to say.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'll tell you what, y'all just like it when you don't. So that's what reminded me of what April said.
0: Yes, when you when you don't feel like it and when you do, either way, we're gonna praise him in the midst of the storm. I just want to encourage you that well, I know that the Lord inhabits our praises. And so whenever He inhabits that, I mean, what it doesn't get any better than hanging out with the Lord. So I can't imagine why there were times in my own life where I would be under stress, I would be under strain, I would be under so much pressure, and then I'm like, well, all I can do is pray. What? You know, if I only would have done that first, I mean, it's like we get that whole thing messed up. We get our priorities shifted because we look at the natural instead of the supernatural Lord or to the word of God that gives us the directions for every trial, every tribulation, Um, you know, and and there's we talked in the previous episode. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. And if you Listen to what April said. You might, if you're watching this on YouTube, you won't be able to do it on Soul Win or Creative Motion or the other networks, but go back and watch it again. Hit pause, rewind, and listen to that again because it's powerful when we connect the two together and they work together synergistically to be able to restore things in us and the truth and that's when that peace comes so i love that you know jessica the scriptures say that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks okay and so whenever we're looking at our key scripture tonight in philippians 4 uh, 6 through 7 in the latter part the amplified and it talks about uh, which transcends our understanding and earlier you were talking about the natural the supernatural but it stands guard over our hearts and our minds in christ jesus Wow, that's a powerful nugget there. So what are some of the things that you do to take your thoughts captive when you feel that stress and anxiety is trying to show up on your watch? Uh, Well, it
2: can be anything, um, you know, any, any, you know, it could be anything. Um, For instance, like, um, (laughs) nothing, of course, is coming to my mind right now, but um, you know anything can be going on and and you can just tell yourself look what is the, you know my first question is what do the scriptures say about this you know if, if i'm having such a hard day and and things aren't going right you know and i i say okay what do the scriptures say about this and then you know and and the lord will bring me something he he brings it to me quite often you know um and sometimes i do have to stop and and wait for a little bit Um, But I also have to be ready to listen and and also obey because, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, you know, listening and praising, but it's also being ready to obey what the Lord says, even when it doesn't make sense, even when, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, But I think that praise and thanksgiving also, um, you know, it it has to do with um, being ready to obey what the Lord's asking you to do. Uh, But back what I was saying, yeah, asking the Lord, um, you know, or, you know, asking what do the scripture say about this? And and if what I'm thinking in my mind does not line up with what the scripture says about this, no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, focus on what that scripture says about this.
0: Man, that's so good, because it's really uh, replacing are are what we think what we want what we feel our soulish realm our mind our will and our emotions and bringing into the light of truth to renew the mind and that's how we grow and change and restore and so that's so good Samantha taking your thoughts captive girl i know uh you know you're a mother you got a college student you got a high school student you've got a nonprofit you you know you're you're busy with your job i mean the, yeah her stress is rising as I am it off of <laughs> So you are like you, you know, there's an old say that my son used to say in high school, he used to say, I eat stress for breakfast. And I'm like, that's not really scriptural. That's not how we handle stress. But anyway, how do you deal with it taking your thoughts captive when you're juggling so many things in life?
3: I think I always because again, like you said, I do have a lot going on, but I have to realize that God, there's 24 hours in a day. God has blessed me with so much. God has blessed me with the creativity and bringing on contacts and connections and realizing that it's not about me. And so anytime that it's 3.30, 3.45 and I'm finished with work and then I switch mode and then I'm in nonprofit mode, I'm just praying. I'm like, God, I need the strength because I can't do it. I can't do it. And I captivated my thoughts. I can't allow it to get negative. I can't allow it to go to that deep side. I can't allow it to have the devil start having his way with my brain and my mind. I really have to say, no, that is not of God. No, I'm not. Go- I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. And I am not a biblical scholar by any means, but I know that prayer works. I know that the relationship with God works. And I know that the scriptures that I do know shuts the devil's mouth.
0: So you
3: have to be careful about a lot Though when those thoughts keep coming in, those negative thoughts keep coming in, where not even like self harm or harming someone but just when we're like down in ourselves when we're saying we're not good enough when we're saying god i can't i can't do it anymore i can't take this anymore mm. give it to god that's what Amen. he's here for Amen.
0: We're going to do a whole episode on that because we have so much negative self-talk that goes in. And whenever we speak that out in the atmosphere and our ears grab a hold of it, our brain starts to resonate with it. And there's just a lot that goes into the renewal of the mind and things like that. So I'm so glad you brought that up. If you're watching this episode and that's you, we just want to take a moment and tell you that God is for you. And the word says that if God is for you, who can be against you? And he has every tear that you have cried in a bottle. I'm just saying, I don't know who that is for today. I don't know who's stressed out. I don't know who feels like giving up, but he is the lifter of your head and turn to him. Do not turn away because he wants to fellowship with you and love on you and lavish his love on you. That's why Jesus went to the cross is so that we could have that communication. So anyway, so Veneta, Vanetta, Vanetta, Vanetta. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Vanetta, mother of eight kids, all right? So mm-hmm. she's done a lot of prayer. She's, she's found the peace and so forth. Vanetta, can you give us a tip on how can we cultivate our children to pray in times of stress? You have done well training your children. I personally know them. Uh, they're just amazing. I just absolutely love your family. But give us some tips on how we can help our kids to cultivate a response of prayer in times of trouble.
4: I think it's important for them to see you, how you handle stress, because as they're looking at you and at the way how you handle stress, it will trickle down to them. And you know what? I would say have that open door policy where, you know, every day you're remembering to just say, you know, how was school today? What was good about school today? You know, and just really be into your kids and, You know, watch their spiritual life as well, too. And you know, I mean, I mean, it's so important to come alongside them and to give pointers because sometimes if you try to tell them what to do, sometimes you may receive some pushback. But I think some things are taught, but some things are caught. So as you're living it out, it's so important to come alongside them and you be their biggest cheerleader, you be. That voice, that speaking truth, you know, I remember hearing my mother-in-law say, you know, think, is it thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? You know, so you do have to guard your mind. You know, it's so important because it starts out as a thought and a destiny, then a lifestyle, so you want to make sure that you're protecting what you think. Like Jessica said, does it line up with God's word? It's been many a times I had to lay hands on my own head. I'm like, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus right now because <laughs> you got to take authority. <laughs> you got to pull down every thought that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. You know, mm-hmm. listen to what they're saying so you know. Because remember, the Lord has anointed you to be the parent to that child So whatever they're speaking, make sure that you're combating it with God's word and make sure in your private prayer time that you're praying. You have to pray for your children. You have to pray for them. Pray for their generation. You know, definitely create a culture of prayer in your home and praise and worship.
0: Amen. Amen. That's so good. Um, You know, April, I know... um, I just really feel like if there's someone out there because, you know, they're listening to us and they're thinking, well, that's easy for y'all to say. You obviously, you know, you've been in the word for a while or you grew up in a Christian home and, you know, not all of us grew up in a Christian home. I can promise you that. But uh, the reality is, is that many times people, they look at some people and they go. Well, that's different for them, you know, Uh, that's that's Vanetta Carter. And she's like, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And so for the women out there that might be watching this episode thinking, I don't know how to connect with God. I'm a new Christian. I've just, you know, I'm walking this thing out and I'm not sure the steps of prayer and how that's connected to reducing stress. Speak to that person. Go ahead and take a moment to minister, please.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for the space to do that, because that is needed. Um, it, it's not something that happens overnight. I was just thinking about that when Vanetta was talking and I laughed. If you noticed on screen here when you said she's found she's got the piece, she's learned that or whatever. <laughs> and it is true. You know, we we do that and we walk this thing out and it takes one step at a time. But if you don't practice something, how can you get to that point you know you have everybody starts somewhere and the great thing about jesus is that he meets us exactly where we're at in any given season, like right when, when you accepted him as your Lord and savior, if that's you, then, you know, he met you in that moment and he ministered to your heart. You felt his love. You felt him surround you in that peace. You just knew that you knew that you knew that something had transpired in that very moment. And that's the same thing. Like right now in the middle of these things that you got going on, that is exactly where he's going to meet you at and he's going to shield you. He is a refuge from the storm. You know, he is our strong tower and our strength when we have none. And so that is the, the comfort that we have. You know, he is the God of all comfort. These are scriptures that I'm speaking. And if you don't know them, do as Jessica said, you know, you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. You just have to start somewhere. And it takes a decision like Vonetta had mentioned, that active decision to do this in your life, make this a part of your life. And it's a relationship that takes time to build and we have to make that commitment to that relationship in order to get there. But it literally can happen, though, in that time. It just takes us turning that stuff over. But be sure to don't go fishing with your stuff. You know, when I first started out, I was Famous fishermen, I mean world renowned. I would sit there and cast out all of my cares, and then I'd reel them back in real fast. And then they would—they wouldn't be nothing but like a like a wet, soggy mess. And so, um, y'all just need to—I'm <laughs> from Oklahoma, just bear with me. It's a great analogy in my head. It, I don't know if it came out like that, but, anyways, if you would um, just just give God a chance in these moments um, and let Him show up you know, exactly in that situation, uh, just put your trust in him just with a little bit, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot at once, you know, you don't have, you know, have to throw yourself vulnerably into that and, uh, and just, you know, try to swim. Um, you can just ease into it. Trust him with this part of your life, trust him with this part of your life, trust him with this part of your life, let him prove himself faithful in those situations and just see what he does. He's done it for me. He's done it for Vanetta. He's done it for Jess. He's done it for Samantha. He's done it for Maggie, but uh, he's going to do it for you too. So,
0: Amen. Amen. That is so good because with this in this series, the purpose of doing this is because we understand the pressures of life and they come in, and they're heavy, and they're real, Uh, but it, you know, God is no respecter of person. Like she said, what he's done for one of us, he'll do for you, and he wants to lavish his love on you. He wants to, you know, be able to have conversation with you, communication with you, and it has to start somewhere, so if you are new in the faith, or whether you've been walking with the Lord for years, we still have to approach it the same way with prayers and thanksgiving, because making our request to him, he already knows, okay, he knows what we need, he knows what we want, but there's something about verbalizing to the father. And it's something about going to him. And you know, the prayers that go up to him, intentionally spending time with him, and then allowing that peace to come in. There's been times in my personal life, where I've been so stressed out, and I call upon the father, and he's always there. So we want to thank you for logging in today and watching the broadcast. We hope to see you on the next exciting episode of God Godfidence Today, Mom's Edition. We will see you next time. God bless.